Welcome to the Hidden Why Podcast, episode 659. This is my solo rant, a reflection on the article, Four Ways to Happier. Enjoy. G'day guys, and welcome to my solo rant. This is a chance for me to share something that I've been thinking about, something that I've read recently, or something that perhaps I have published myself Today, I'm sharing an article that was guest featured on my blog at thehiddenwide.com. The article is by Sarah Cummings. So Sarah is a self-confessed sleep addict, which is perfect because she works at Sleep Advisor. You can check it out at sleepadvisor.org online, all about sleep, how to hack your sleep, how to have better sleep. And at the moment, sleep is the new trend. It's no longer about uh, four hours a night and hustling until you die. It's about actually resting because we know that more rest you have, the better you can perform. And perhaps life doesn't need to be that much hustle. But anyway, for what it's worth, this is her article and it's called Four Ways on How to Be Truly Happy. She says that she does like to sleep a lot and sleep is certainly one thing that makes her mind work better and makes her that little bit more happy as well. She is a hiker and she likes to do yoga as well. And on top of that, she likes to write. So check the article out. I'll stick it in the show notes for this episode at thehiddenwide.com. And it's a nice short read. And it's got the four ways on how to be truly happy from her perspective, at least anyway. And I agree with most of what she says. What I like uh, at the start of the article, she says that the secret to a healthy and happy life is that there is really no secret. And I like that because I don't believe there is a secret to living a healthy and happy life. But what I do know is that the figures are pretty alarming these days and that there are a lot of people out there that aren't happy, that aren't living a truly happy life. So why is that? Well, I've got a a fair few reasons and you've probably heard me talk enough on why I think people aren't happy in the world. But it comes down to some fundamental essentials of what it means to be human, I believe. And that's really what she touches on in this article, a lot of these points. I've got six of them, and I share them in my new book that's coming out soon. I'm about to launch, or actually by the time you're listening to this, I will have launched my book campaign at Publishizer. So do check it out, publishizer.com. I'll stick the link in the show notes, guys. I would love your support. If you're listening to this today, support me. You can do that in a number of ways. Uh, first and foremost is by just jumping onto Publisher, Publishizer and checking out my book and perhaps pre-ordering yourself a copy, maybe two, maybe five, maybe 10. I don't know how many people you know, but it's a great book. And if you pre-order a copy, that's going to help me get my book in front of the eyes of cool publishers that will help me take it to the bookshelves. So guys, check it out at publishizer.com forward slash the ultimate life map. Again, I'll stick the link in the show notes. Anyway, within that book, What I talk about is how to create the ultimate life map. Now, how to create the ultimate life for you, more more importantly. It is a blueprint um, and it's not a plug and play. It's not copying what I've done or what anyone else has done. And certainly don't copy me because yes, I am happy and I am reasonably healthy, but I may not be the best example for you to be following your life or, you know, comparing your life to. I don't think we should compare our lives to others. The blueprint is more of a fundamental guide for all of us on how to create the ultimate life as it matters to us. Within that, I share six fundamental life principles, and they are relationships, growth, health, expression, 
service and significance. Now, I think if we can really focus on each one of those areas, we are going to be much more happier. Sarah, in her article, points out that she believes that living a happy life is really just about simplification or minimalizing, you know, decluttering your life and really making it just ultra simple, but making sure also you connect with some of those fundamental things. She talks about sleeping well, eating well, exercising more, and spending time with other people, spending as much time as you can with other people, your family, your friends. In this article, she's got a few other practices that align with those few points. But what that's all about, I mean, if you look at sleep and diet and exercise, that's really about checking in with your health, both body and mind. So making sure that you constantly keep that as a priority in your life. So every day, what are you doing to help your sleep? And I believe if you exercise and eat well, your sleep is going to speak for itself as long as you're giving yourself enough time as it matters to you. You may not need nine hours. You may not need six hours. I'm not sure. I certainly get by on seven hours, but perhaps it's not enough for me either. But certainly I believe if your diet is good and you're exercising and you're consuming the right material, both as far as what you consume internally, but what you consume in your mind as well, you're going to sleep well. I think if you declutter your life and take away a lot of the stuff that's really unnecessary, I think you're going to sleep better as well. And all those things really just relate to health, having good health. The other point that she says is, you know, spending as much time as you can with your family and friends. Man, we are beings that are social. We are beings that like to talk and share stories and communicate with others. Relationships are a key principle to our life. And if we don't have really good relationships around us in our lives, and that doesn't mean on the computer, digital relationships, it means face-to-face, belly-to-belly, real good you know, relationships. I think that is essential. And if we don't have those, um, you will find yourself um, with anxiety issues. You will find yourself with some depression issues. It's important to have those relationships around us. And that has been proven uh, by many studies. And one study that I... Uh, read more recently that I really loved is a study that was done, I think it was in the book Outliers by Malcolm Gladwell, a study that was done on a community in America. There was a little Italian community and they found that they were living really long lives and they couldn't really figure out why. They looked at all the normal things that most people look at, you know, what was their diet, were they exercising, you know, et cetera, et cetera. And what they found is that these people lived on top of each other. They just were always connecting with one another. They'd walk down the street and you wouldn't get too far without having a good conversation. You knew the health of your neighbor. You knew what was going on in their lives. I mean, I don't know if we need to know all that detail, but certainly it seemed to be that relationships and the quality of their relationships, their ability to connect with one another in their community actually meant that they lived longer lives. So relationships are fundamental. So just a few points. Guys, again, um, check it all out at theultimatelifemap.com or go to publishsizer.com forward slash theultimatelifemap and pre-order yourself a copy. I would uh, muchly appreciate your support with this book campaign and it'll certainly help me get to the target, get my book in front of the publishers that can help me take it off the ground and launch the book. The good news is, guys, once the book is published, all proceeds will be going to a charity that I support in Uganda. It's called the Greenfield Kids Foundation. And what they do is they build schools. They've built a school over there and they're still going. They still need more support um, really to give these kids over there um, great opportunities, great educations, and hopefully allow them to live their ultimate life going forward as well. 
So back to this article by Sarah Cummings. Here's her four ways to be truly happy. Number one is respect your sleep. Number two is eat like the Japanese. Number three is get sweaty every day. And number four is keep a gratitude journal. So all these things you've probably heard of before. Let me just delve into them a little bit. You can read the article and find out her perspective as well. Respect your sleep, okay? We know that now um, sleep shows, uh, you know, the better sleep that you have, the more health you have, the, the greater your health. I can't even speak today. The better your sleep, uh, the better you perform, basically. We know that study after study has shown that when we are well rested, we are smarter, we are kinder, we are more creative, and we make better decisions. We can function better. Uh, And not only that, as Sarah points out, even sex is better when you are well rested. You know how good you feel when you're well rested. And if you're, you know, one of these people that are just busy, 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 and I can certainly relate because that seems to be my uh, stance as well. I like to be busy. When you don't have that quality sleep every single night, it does catch up to you and you will experience some burnout. You will experience some emotional difficulties. It will affect your health. And we find that when you don't have that sleep, you start adopting some unhealthy behaviors in life to help you push through. And that might be the reliance on stimulants to you know, keep you alert and awake and attentive. Um, you might find yourself you know, numbing through alcohol or mind-numbing TV or whatever it might be. I mean, there's plenty of poisons out there that we can numb ourselves with to escape that pain and and to, to move forward through that level of suffering that is a cause from a lack of sleep. There's so much to a lack of sleep. It affects our hormones in our body, and that usually triggers off a craving for certain foods, for example, um, that aren't so good for us either. So really good night's sleep will really help us perform a lot better and I can certainly attest to that I'm sure you can as well because I know that when you have a good night's sleep you wake up feeling much brighter much better much more capable to take on any of the challenges in the day sleep is critical there's a few good books circulating around about sleep at the moment as well that will probably allow you to discover more of the research behind sleep if you're interested but I mean it is no secret we know we need to sleep Um, we've been sleeping for for eons, and we know that it is an important thing. I think the problem is that many of us have cluttered our life. Many of us have over-prioritized our life with all these unnecessary things that we think if we reduce our sleep, then we can do more. What I like to say is, well, what are you doing with that time that you're awake, and how is that absolutely important? Is it worth sacrificing your sleep for? Because sleep will affect the longevity of your life. It will affect your health. It will affect how well you're living your life in each moment going forward. So I think it's absolutely important to ask yourself that question. Well, what am I doing um, that is so important that I can sacrifice my sleep for? Because there's not much that really should get in the way of a good night's rest. Um, Certainly TV is no excuse, nor is Facebook, nor is our mobile phones. Uh, nor as many of the things that I do in my day as well. And believe me, I've minimalized my life to a point now, but I could still do a little bit more. Eat like the Japanese. So this is really about diet. Um, And she says that, you know, the Japanese have a really good diet and they even have a word there for it. I believe she puts that in her article about eating in moderation. Look, I think really, you know, as, as I've done my research in eating, I mean, you can be vegan, you can be paleo, you can be whatever you want. 
Um, but the fact of the matter is the more raw, fresh, local food that you can eat, the better it is for you. I believe less packaged foods. I don't think that's a good way to go. If you look at the blue zones around the world, these are the zones where it has the eldest populations. Um, their diets are different, but most of them have eaten some sort of root vegetable um, usually a little bit of meat maybe in there as well, a bit of fish or something like that, um, but very minimal amounts, a lot of fruit and vegetables, um, and really a lack of processed foods, and that seems to be the, the, the key forward. It sounds boring and um, you know quite plain, especially if you're used to eating all these you know lovely foods that we've created as we've progressed as a human race. Um, but you'll be surprised. There's a lot of yummy food out there that you can eat that um, is quite healthy, unprocessed, fresh, and delicious. Uh, eat like the Japanese. I lived there for a couple of years, and I can tell you now, um, I lived there recently for a couple of years, and 10 years ago I lived there as well for a few years, and I know that I was my healthiest um, when living there because I adopted the Japanese diet. Um, so eat like the Japanese. It certainly relates to me. Um, I know that I, I lost some kilos over there, never felt better in my life by using that diet. And it wasn't really about eating in moderation, man. If you go out to dinner with some of the Japanese, and I did that pretty regularly, man, they can eat. They can eat a lot. But their food is just fresh. It's simple. It's it's locally sourced. Um, it's really just basic. It's it's you know it's not an abundant quantity of meat. It's not like you know a five hundred gram steak that you gnaw on for a while. Um, it's really just simple food. Anyway, that's eat like the Japanese. So that's really comes to diet again and your health, so does sleep. The next one is get sweaty every day, exercise. Exercise is very useful for releasing a couple of chemicals, dopamine and serotonin, uh, which definitely do help your happiness levels. Um, Sarah goes on a little bit about that in her article, but to the point, exercise is a great thing to do. I love starting my day off at the moment with a bit of yoga. Um, you know, I love going for a jog and a swim. I think if you can do that, um, I really like at the moment trying to do it a couple of times a day, not just in the morning but actually shaking it up because it really breaks apart the day. It sort of recharges you, refreshes you, re-energizes you, um, and it's going to keep you healthy in the long run as well. I don't think you need to do an over amount of exercise, to be honest. I used to do a, a bit more than I do now, perhaps. Um, I'm still doing a fair bit from what nor what is normal to me. Um, but really, I mean, you know, look at a lot of the healthy people that live for a long time, Really, it's just about movement, continually moving, not sitting down. We're not designed to sit down. I'm sitting down right now, and I can't wait to that time where I've, I've got the stand-up desk, and maybe I should just make it happen and not let that as an excuse. But, you know, just movement, I think that's the key, um, whether it be exercising till you get sweaty or just really just moving actively all the time. Um, I think that's how you're going to live longer, just by movement. We know the body um, connects to the mind, and we know the mind is much more stimulated when there is more movement in our lives. And I read one book recently that said, you know, if you've um, got that depression going on, just start by moving. And depending on how bad your depression might be, um, there's been studies that suggest, you know, just by sitting there, opening and, and shutting your fists uh, and moving your fingers um, can actually help, um, you know, take you away from that depression, even if it's for a little bit, um, you know, a couple of times a day and then just extend it from there. Move more, exercise more. It's a great thing for us. So that's a cool one. Uh, another way to be happy. And the last one that she talks about is keeping a gratitude journal. I think this is really just about, um, you know, and there's been, there's been definite studies here that have shown that by, you know, being grateful for your life, for what's happening in your life and keeping a journal about it. 
um, the studies show that it actually impacts our positivity and the more positive you are about your life, generally the happier you become as well. So keeping a gratitude journal, I am really not that good at this act. I do keep a journal, which I like to write in, um, but I'm not that good at always writing my gratitudes down and I'm not always, a lot of people talk about, you know, just in their meditation, I do meditate um, and a lot of people talk about, you know, just thinking about what they're grateful for in that zone as well. Some people do it at night when they're going to sleep. What are they grateful for throughout the day? Uh, it's up to you what sort of practice works for you. I don't do it enough, I don't believe, and I certainly do see the value in being grateful because it makes you focus on the positives in life rather than all the negatives. And sometimes we get so caught up in all the shit that's going on that we forget about you know what's really cool about our lives and we've got so much to be grateful for i certainly do i'm sure you do as well so just by putting your mind there putting your attention on what is grateful what is good about your life uh, might help more good come in as well so that's her four methods or four ways to be truly happy there are a lot more Um, this is just a few little um, snippets from one person's perspectives. Check it out, guys. The link will be in the show notes at thehiddenwhy.com. Also, the link for my book, guys, help me out, The Ultimate Life Map. Uh, you can check it out at publishizer.com forward slash The Ultimate Life. Help me get this book published, guys, by just pre-ordering a copy for yourself. Um, you can help in many other ways, sharing the campaign uh, in your social media networks. Um, if you're interested, reach out, email me, thehiddenwhyguy at gmail.com. Connect with me on Facebook Messenger. I would love to send you some more information if you're willing to help out. If you know of anyone that would like to interview me about the book or help me out as well, um, feel free to make that connection. That would be greatly appreciated. Guys, I hope you've enjoyed this solo rant, Four Ways on How to Be Truly Happy. Again, it's by Sarah Cummings. You can check out her profile at at thehiddenwire.com. I'll stick the link in the show notes and uh, connect with her too if you're interested. Thank you for listening. Until next time, peace, passion, and purpose. See you soon. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen, guys and girls. That is my solo rant for this week. Guys, I really hope you enjoyed it. I hope you've received some value. Guys, it is my goal, it's my wish that each of these episodes that I do, you are left feeling a little bit more inspired, perhaps even a little bit more educated. I want to really share with you my thoughts, my perspectives, the things that I'm learning, perhaps even some tools and practices that can help you transition from a life with unease, a life that is sufferable, a life that is maybe filled with hate or regret, to a life that is beautiful, a life that has a deeper sense of joy and happiness present at each moment, regardless of the pleasure or pain that you might be experiencing in that given moment. Guys, if you love The Hidden Why, if you love what I'm doing here, you can support the show in a number of different ways. Firstly, you can subscribe. Subscribe to the podcast and subscribe to my newsletter at thehiddenwhy.com. If you have the time and haven't already, you can leave us a review on iTunes. It's a one to five star review with a quick comment. You can also connect with me, guys. I love your feedback. I love your suggestions. I love your comments. So connect with me at thehiddenwhy.com. You can leave comments in any of the show notes that you listen to there. You can also reach me directly through my email address and then in any of the social media platforms available there. You can also support the show by using the Amazon links within each of the show notes. And that does help support the show. Guys, that's really it. Other than that, go out there. Breathe more passion into every single moment. Do everything with greater purpose. And in doing so, you will discover your hidden why. You will discover a life with greater meaning, freedom, fulfillment, and happiness. Thank you.